Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 28th of September, the 271st day of this leap year of 2020. We now have only 95 days ahead of us until 2021. Toward the end of last week, the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases worldwide was over 32.3 million, amounting to an increase again of over 2 million cases since the week before. The number of confirmed cases in the United States near the end of this past week was over 7 million, an increase again of over 300,000 cases since the week before. India remains in second place worldwide this past week with 5.9 million confirmed cases. Brazil continues in third place worldwide with 4.7 million confirmed cases. Russia remains in fourth place, having approximately 1.2 million confirmed cases. Peru and Colombia swapped places this past week, with Colombia now in fifth place, having 791,000 confirmed cases, and Peru in sixth place, having 783,000 confirmed cases. Mexico remains in seventh place worldwide at approximately 716,000 confirmed cases. The number of deaths from COVID-19 globally by this past Friday was nearing 984,000 meaning deaths globally this past week from the pandemic were up over 36,000 from those of the previous week. This past Friday, confirmed COVID-19 deaths in the United States totaled over 203,000, an increase of at least 5,000 deaths from the previous week. In other words, nationwide, COVID-19 this past week has been killing on average at least 714 United States citizens per day. Important to note is that the United States has only about 4% of the world's population, but we have more than 22% of the world's confirmed COVID-19 cases, so we continue as the number one hotspot for coronavirus deaths on the planet, with Brazil again in second place, having over 140,000 deaths. India is again in third place, having nearly 93,000 deaths, and Mexico remains in fourth place with close to 76,000 deaths. Heavenward tonight and the next couple of nights, our waxing gibbous moon will wander slightly north of the star Fomalhaut, a bright white star considered the 17th brightest in our sky. Translated from Arabic, Fomalhaut means mouth of the fish or whale and is regarded in the northern hemisphere as the autumn star. Three days from now, we will have the first of two full moons in October. Because this first one is nearest last week's September or autumnal equinox, Thursday's full moon will be our harvest moon, also called the hunter's moon, the dying grass moon, the blood moon, and the sanguine moon. Today in 1923, United States Navy Lieutenant David Rittenhouse won that year's Coupe d'Aviation Maritime Jacques Schneider, otherwise known as the Schneider Seaplane Cup, when he piloted a 450-horsepower Curtis D-12 through five timed laps for an average speed of 177.38 miles per hour. The next year on this day, Alexander Fleming discovered penicillin by accident while working in his laboratory at St. Mary's Hospital in London. 
He had noticed that many of his culture dishes were contaminated with a virus that had a positive antibacterial effect on multiple organisms, and thereby provided a beginning foundation for the start of modern antibiotics. Today, in 1963, the Sabin oral polio vaccine to be taken with a lump of sugar was about to commence nationwide. The doses had to be kept refrigerated prior to administering them, and full immunization required a total of at least four doses at incremental ages. Today, in 1968, the Beatles' seven-minute-long Hey Jude hit the top of the U.S. charts, becoming the longest song ever to hit number one. Today, in 1924, south of Rome in Fontana Liri, Italy, Marcello Mastroianni was born as the son of a carpenter. Marcello worked as a young industrial designer during World War II, and when the Italians surrender, Marcello was sent to a German labor camp, from which he escaped. After the war, he supported himself by selling paintings to tourists, until he landed a job as an accountant with a British film company, which afforded him enough spare time to join a theatrical company where he began finding film parts. Soon he was an international star, perhaps best known for the 1960 film La Dolce Vita. Screenwriter and theater, opera and cinema director Lucino Visconti said of Marcello Mastroianni, He's very human and easily identifies with the man in the street. He's never a hero. Rather, he's an anti-hero, and that's why, in turn, the public adore him. That's his great merit and appeal. Nearing a century after Mastroianni's birth, the quality of deserving well, the quality of excellence or worth, the special things that entitle one to reward or gratitude, has become increasingly difficult for many to define, to bestow, or to receive. Some folks say decorum is dead, that basic respect for traditional values kept alive through countless generations is languishing, neglected, or altogether lost in the shuffle of technobabble. Bestowing merit all too frequently is left to the devices of those who least know how to recognize it. In the 21st century, our behavior relies less on our intrinsic desire to learn the nature of things than on feedback garnered in surveys designed to keep customers placated by an array of products and services whose sustainable worth is questionable at best. Learning is the discovery of oneself, of one's environment, and the relation between them. Teaching is the facilitation of that discovery through challenge and support. The pandemic is sorely testing, no pun intended, what our intentions for learning really are when the going gets tough. Today is also the birthday of Ed Sullivan in 1902, of Bridget Bardot in 1934, of Moon Unit Zappa in 1967, of Naomi Watts in 1968, and of Hilary Duff in 1987. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Here's to the second official week of autumn 2020. Happy Harvest Moon.